Okay, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, uh, special episode, Huggins and Scott Auctions, here with Bill Huggins. And we're going to talk about Huggins and Scott, how that auction, just it's just a different concept than Heritage, one of my other sponsors. And I really enjoy, I always enjoy getting the catalogs. I'm a frequent bidder. I'm not winning all the time, and I'm not disclosing what I bid on, but uh, I have a very positive experience there, and I encourage uh, my listeners to check it out. My other sponsors besides Heritage, Tops Panini and Upper Deck, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Beckett Media, which includes Beckett Grading and Beckett Authentication, as well as ComC, COMC.com. So some great sponsors, uh, and I'm on with Bill. Huggins right now, and we're going to hear about how the Huggins and Scott uh, auctions got started, how they uh, discovered or developed their niche, and uh, the fun that is opening that catalog or getting the notification as you see the lots coming in. You've developed something really cool, Bill, so tell us about it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, back when we started Huggins and Scott in 1989, we kind of, there weren't a whole lot of auction companies out there back then. There was Mastronet, I think Leland's was out there, and uh, oh, I'm not sure even I don't even know if REA was around back then. But uh, there were a couple of other auction companies, and so there wasn't really a whole lot of you know ideas to pick from and everything. So we just kind of concentrated on stuff. I mean, as far as how we could put stuff together to offer the stuff to a wide variety of people, as opposed to concentrating some of the auction houses. They really concentrate on single high-grade cards or right. things of that nature, or some of them do just jerseys or autographs or things like that, whereas we wanted to kind of appeal to all aspects of of the bidders and everything. And that's why our on our homepage you'll see a little ad that says whether you have a $500 bankroll or a $500,000 bankroll, we feel we have something in our auction to offer to anybody. And usually we, we get, you know, bidding from thousands of bidders, every one of our auctions, who uh, mm. who usually find some stuff. and. You as well. I've noticed that. Uh, I have been a bitter and a successful bidder occasionally. So. Yes, and uh, uh, we've actually had uh, had great success in our auction, which I don't know that a whole lot of other auction houses do this. They require a lot of time and effort, and that's what we call treasure chest collections or shoebox yeah. collections, which are right. when, when somebody brings me in a collection they're, that we're going to sell for them, we'll go through and we'll pull out the, a 67 set or a 68 mantle as a 7 or an 8 or a, a Babe Ruth ball or something like that. But then invariably, there's just box or boxes of stuff left over that it's not enough to do individually. But so that's where my auction coordinators and I really put in an effort to try and make lots that have a com- somewhat of a common theme to them, but are more of a, oh, 1,575 cards from 1959 to 1969. Or, yeah. you know, a group of, autograph co- of autographs that deal mostly with Hall of Famers, you know, and superstars of things like that, or a large group of, media guides and yearbooks and publications from the 1930s to the 1970s and stuff like that. Um, our auction mainly deals with stuff from the 70s and earlier. The, the 80s and up, it's very limited on what really has a market in today's current date, unless you get into the very, very new stuff, which we are actually one of the few auction companies who does sell the very, very new stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. my gosh, in our auction that just ended last week, we had the third first edition Pokemon box that went for $60,000, you know. I commented on that. It was already up to 40000 I thought. Man, it went, just, yeah. You know. Oh, gosh. Wow. And I've got a gentleman, honestly, I think that's going to, he, he has a, a an open box of the Magic the Gathering stuff, which came out, I'm, I think that predated Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. He's got some unopened boxes of that, which could exceed fifty or $60,000. Wow. 
which may appear in our next office. So that's amazing. Well, I, yes. I can assure the listeners that is not what I'm getting on. <laughs> I just, I uh, again, when I when I look in your catalog, I'm getting a little. I mean, I just think it's a little bit uh, educational, and you don't have to get the mail catalog. It's available online. One of the things I like that you do is you uh, kind of serially release the auction lots as you get them. They're not numbered. But you can you'll you'll put in a you know no I, I think too, we are time. yeah we are the really company I I think that I mean I have yeah. three writers three to four mm-hmm. writers depending on the time of year and when when they write an auction it gets posted to our site and yeah. you can't bid on it but there's there's dates that the auction starts but I tell all my consigners that what you can do between for the four five six weeks or whatever until the auction starts we have what's called a view count and you can see how many people are looking at your item right. now if you get two hundred eighty three people that Look at your item over the course. Of, I mean, what that translates to as far as dollars and cents, I can't tell you that. But you got to look at the item to bid on it. So, right, right. and uh, I think a lot of them are very intrigued by that. Oh my God, three hundred eighty people have already looked at my item. You know, and, um, but and well, as far as that goes, like I said, I I don't know any other auction company that lists the items as they're written. So, yeah, I lo- well, I mean, again, number one, I love it that you're because then it didn't like last minute. Here's the catalog, and now I've got to jump in i can i can look at it and i actually you know as a buyer uh, or as a bidder i look at the view count as well because if a lot of people are viewing it it's probably an indication that there's going to be a lot of interest in the in the item and so if <laughs> if i'm interested in something i'm hoping nobody looks at it right. but you have so many ways to make sure people do look at it you have these uh, sidebars where you can see any lots that have no bids or one bid or two. Bids. Oh yeah, right. And no, that also is something that I'll I'll not scour it, but I'll you know the day before or the end of the auction, I may give that a quick uh, look in case oh, there's it's, something it's that's amazing, fine. It's amazing the last day how many of those no bid lots get turned into one. Yeah. Well, oh, then yeah. people think they can get it for the minimum bid. I mean, I've 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 done that, and then I've I got uh, I won't say I got sniped, but I mean because it's a fair process, but. Uh, uh, I got. Uh, I did. I'm not going to say what it was, but I won. I won two lots in your last auction, and it, both of them are going to be a lot of fun. I'm not going to give any clues, but in one of them, there were only two bidders, oh. and so I knew because I put in the minimum bid, and then on the very last day, the last opportunity, somebody bumped it, and so well, that means it, got, it ends up going until 11:30. That means, yeah. That, well, it means it goes until. I mean, but then if in the whatever it is, whatever you say, you had to have. I, nobody else could bid against me except for that one person. Yeah. And so I bid one more time, and I won that one. The other lot was a more complicated lot, and there were a bunch of views and a bunch of bidders on that. And it wound up me going against one other person into the evening. And I'll I just say I had some explaining to do to my wife. <laughs> and I may have had more explaining or less explaining whether I won or I lost. I don't know whether if I'd have you know, come to bed defeated or exhilarated, and I did neither. I came to bed thinking, you know, maybe I won, maybe I lost. It's just too late. I'm going to sleep. And I wound up, I woke up in the morning and found out that I won. Um, so, again, I think you run a very fair process, and I enjoy it. There's 2,000 lots, so there's something for everybody. And I I won two lots. And I'll yeah. get them in the mail at some point and, and uh, have some fun uh, going through it. One other thing you do that's different, I think, is you have kind of, you know, we used to have regional correspondence. We were doing the price guides. We had people all over the country that were uh, helping us with price research and, you know, boots on the ground. You have something like that with you know, and I and I know some of the some some of the uh, people you have on your is kind of listed on in the inside cover. Yeah, we I call them field breaths. Yeah. How did how did that come about? Is that is that a big positive for you? Or? Oh yes, gosh, and I've done another 
people don't do that, although they may do that, whereas we actually publicize it in our catalog yeah. who these people are and everything like that. Yeah. And uh, no, I mean, it, it, they, it's one of those things where, where it's, it's, it's a commission basis, you know, it's based yeah. on what you get. And uh, I have some guys who, I have two or three guys who can make, who have made over six figures a year in commission with us, just bringing in stuff for our four major auctions a year. Wow. Uh, are you, uh, do they have any territorial exclusives or is this just a, well, I try not to it? overlap too many areas and everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I, there, there's a couple of guys who want to be my field rep in the Silver Spring, Maryland. Well, I'm in Silver Spring, Maryland. <laughs> you know, okay. Yeah, okay. But, uh, no, we've got them in, gosh, I don't know, 15, 20, 30 states and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, some of them may not contribute stuff or gather stuff for each auction, but, uh, a, a, invariably I'll get calls from, uh, my reps they're all in my phone and i'll get a call that hey bill i'm at so-and-so's house and i'm looking at this is this something you want me to get for the auction and we can go through the stuff and <laughs> yes no yes no and ends up coming in and they end up making a commission on it um one other thing that comes up you know I, one of my other sponsors is rob Barris, and um, i'm sure you know uh, his success uh he's not successful just because he has 44 million cards he's successful because he knows where they are. He's very, very well organized. And it seems to me you have to be very well organized to get these treasure chests and these other uh, interesting lots that come in, 2,000 of them, and know how to uh, know what level of detail to inspect. And uh, again, that you're, you're giving a good account to the, to the seller as well as the, the, the bidders and, and the eventual buyer. But you have to have some systems down that are, that are pretty solid. Is that oh, something we do. You, were, you were born yeah. with or you just figured it out at a trial and error? Uh, a little of both. I mean, you've got to be organized or things turn into, you lose things and you miss, but we, we, we can't have that here. That is not acceptable here. We have lost very few things over the 40 years and stuff. And it, it's just very important to us that we keep things separate. And we have two separate big rooms that we kind of flip-flop because as one auction is ending, the next auction has already begun as far as writing for it and everything. So we have, two rooms and then we just flip-flop the rooms as far as that goes. And as far as those, you know, the treasure chests and all, we try, we can't, I mean, a 3,000 card lot in the auction from 59 to 79, we can't list every card. We try and list the highlights and everything. But I also, Jim, have dozens of people, literally every auction who will drive and or fly in and spend a day looking at 30, 50, 120 lots that they, uh, and and then when you do that, you have a significant advantage over, the people who can just digest the amount of description and photos that we can are limited to on the right. catalog or the internet. I mean, Kevin Savage is, is is a poster child for that. I mean, some Kevin will come by oh a couple auctions a year and he'll spend the whole day. You're kidding. And uh, when he comes by, Kevin will spend thousands and thousands of dollars with us. Whereas when he doesn't come by, he doesn't spend as much money because okay. he knows you just have a significant advantage by being able to see everything in a lot versus what we could really highlight as far as the lot goes. Okay, I got an idea for you. I like Kevin. We've been friends for a really long time as well. Uh, it'd be cool if, if you had a, like, a, you could almost have like a party the night before for, for guys that would come in early and look at the lots because my guess is, and again, not. Uh, well, they come in that, over, a, over a two week period. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, I, if he was there and I was there, that's oh, cool sure. because I don't think he's interested in the same lots I'm interested in. I don't want to. Uh, and so um, 
that that'd be fun to pass time. I got to get up there one of these times, and just because I want to, I just want to see the operation, and and uh, and hopefully it won't increase my bids too much, or I'll have to get a U-Haul truck or something. Uh, not looking forward to that, but uh, I've figured out what my sweet spot is, and I'm trying to stick to it. I'm trying to be retired, trying to be a hobbyist. Oh, you'll it's, 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 you'll never retire. Not, well, not an it's hard to take a hobby. I had a hobby that turned into a business, and I'm trying to turn that business back into a hobby. But it's still nice to buy some cards. And again, not to fully disclose, but to buy some cards now and have some of them that I can resell that will get my money back. And then I get to keep some cards that I essentially now have for free yeah. that I can put with the cards that I like to show um, guests and visitors when they come over. So How it's, good is that? Uh, it's yeah. great. You know, it's uh, again, I get to, I'm, I'm getting to, uh, but again, even in, in these, in these lots we're talking about, if you're not, organized and if you weren't well organized and i were not well organized you know it, it, it won't work, it won't work. It, that's why most people go to the the heritages of the world to just buy cards one at a time to right. get the one card they want that's graded that's uh rather than having some uh to me it's like an easter egg hunt or a, you sure. know you're unwrapping a present and you're not sure what uh what might be in there oh uh, we get a lot of referrals honestly yeah. from heritage and from other auction yeah. houses who uh who i get a call from somebody and he said well the stuff i have may be a better fit for your auction yeah so, well i mean the the the, the uh again i you again my hat's off to you you must have systems in place which is not just the uh you know the identifying and inspecting and and writing up the lots it's also storing them and then shipping them and, yeah. and all this other stuff that's um but uh, it it means you've got it. Okay, one more pet peeve, and then you know, I think we got to stop. Uh, which is not your fault, but how come some people auction off their stuff and it's like in plastic sheets or in these top loaders and these card savers that that take up they're 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 ten times as heavy and 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 take up twice as much room as they should if it's a bigger lot. Uh, do people not understand that, or are they just thinking that that's that's just the way they had them? Well, that's sort of our decision based on the fact of when it shows up here. I mean, some of the lots that uh, that you may be bidding on, the time it would take to remove everything from the holders and sheets is too is too much time to I know to spend on that. However, if somebody gives us a usually if people give us a a sixty seven set in sheets, especially if it's back to back, we take them out. Yeah, you know, okay. And, okay. and then okay. put them in a box. You know, I've always right. been a, a big believer that the the best protection for a card is another card. Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be in a one-inch thick screw down. Yeah, right. so, but, uh, no, as far as that goes, yeah, that's sort of our call as to how far we want to okay. break it down as far as taking it out of public. But you're right. No, the, the plastic weighs a lot more than the cards do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to talk to one of your uh, field agents about uh, seeing if you guys want to auction off all my old plastic sheets. <laughs> Oh, well. I have boxes and boxes, and you know, my, my I've got a tribute episode coming for that'll be releasing one of these days that I've been working on for Denny Eckes, you know, who was well, he was one uh, of the first guys to do one sheets. of the first plastic sheets guys. So it's ironic that all of a sudden I'm sitting here with a bunch of Den's collectors, Den albums and sheets from and, from and his store his store was 15 minutes from my house. Oh uh, no, I went this you know, I went to his place all the time. Every every book we did back in the at least in the late seventies, early eighties, I'd, I'd uh, pop in and we'd pull all nighters till we got things done. So he, I miss him, and I know he was a mutual friend, but uh, it's a biggest Farrah Fawcett fan in history. Biggest Farrah Fawcett fan in history, I know. 
Uh, Bill, thanks for uh, catching up and sharing this information with uh, with uh, uh, listeners. Listeners, if you're not uh, checking out Huggins and Scott auctions, there's something for everybody. That means that means you, whether it's cards or collectibles, old, new, sports, non-sport. Uh, there's a little bit of everything. So very worthy of checking out. Uh, but do not bid against me. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Bill. Uh, we'll be you got it, Jim. It's my pleasure. And if we want to. Do another one of these in the future, too, that I'm always around. That'd be terrific. Appreciate your sponsorship. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Thanks Jim. We'll talk soon. Okay.